yeah, bring that money on, daddy waiting for it, 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 bring that money on. Welcome back to the Pop the Demand Podcast. I'm your host, Jay, and with me today I have my co-host, the young Pharaoh Core. How you been? And this is the Dialit Review. Dialit by Playboy Cardi. We're finally reviewing this album. Per request of the poll that we posted on our uh, Twitter page. Thank y'all for interacting with the Twitter page. Continue to do that. Let us know what we're doing wrong, what we could do better. But let's get into the album. All right, Core. I'm a, you mind if I take it away first? Mind if I get my thoughts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got it. All right. So, you know, I ain't never just, just really been into Playboy Cardi. Outside of his, what's that big summer he had? Magnolia. That was Playboy Cardi. Yeah, right? yeah. I saw. Yeah, yeah I saw before Magnolia. I never really heard any Playboy Cardi songs. Even after that, I really don't really dabble in Playboy Cardi's music. But from hearing Magnolia, I thought to myself, okay, I see what his dynamic is. Is it's now it's not really much structure to his music. He just goes in the booth and just does what he feels. Listen to Dialit. It's obvious he did not try to move away from that formula. He goes into every song, it feels like, with no plan whatsoever. The problem is, when you go, when you just freestyle, like really, really just freestyle off the top of your head, it works some of the times, but majority of the time, yeah. it's not going to, you know, it's not going to pan out. You're not going to just walk in the booth and make a bunch of random noises and get mag, uh, get Magnolia, so to speak. And from listening to this album, Playboy Cardi, the artist does very little for me from on a lyric standpoint. You know, I'm not looking for no ball. I'm not looking for no hard hitting bars. Double You're looking artists. for something. Yeah, I'm just looking for something. Something to carry me throughout the course of the album. You know, lines, you know, a line here or there just like, oh, that's nice. Or, oh, I feel that. Something like that. Play card don't really give me any of that at all. It's kind of like what I was talking about Travis Scott on Astro World and how his voice. Mm-hmm. And how he's rapping wasn't nothing crazy, but he was able to keep my attention and keep me from focusing more on the beat than himself. Playboy Cardi so often, with Playboy Cardi, problem is he takes ad libs to the extreme. There's 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 artists who take (laughs) melodies to the extreme and focus purely on melody and songs like Trippy Red, and then there's people who focus on nothing but pure technical skills when it comes to rapping, like the Lupe Fiasco or Elsie. But when you get to this album, ooh, I'm not losing. Playboy Cardi takes the one part of rap that's supposed to be like the icing on the cake and instead gives you the entire yeah. tub at once uh-huh. on every single song. He's just ad-libbing his way through every single song. And that's, you know, ad-libs are cool because they're unexpected. But when you know the ad-lib is coming, there's not much there. Like, he's... The only real songs on his album that I was like, okay, Cardi, you got my attention. KOD, Home. I, uh, I think Pull Up. But outside of that, it was mostly just him making noises, sound effects, or repeating three words for the entire song. So that's how I feel about the bars. How about you? So what do you think, Core? Uh, I was to say, I remember listening to the first project and I went all day crazy about it because because like every song had like a double or a sequel to the song that sounded exactly the same. So listening to this, listening to this one was like a pretty big step up for me. 
Yeah. But like you were saying, I think it was the fact that it was 19 songs on there, so it was just kind of like, oh, for somebody who don't really rap, it's a lot of tracks to have. But I'll probably say, like, it's, I think it was probably like five or six songs that I just really didn't enjoy. And then it was like three or four that I really did. Like, like R.P., to me, that's like my favorite song on the album. And even though he's not really rapping, but the ad-libs hidden and the hook hidden, like, I really like yeah. tracks like that, but it's still some, like, like, Poke It Out is like one of those songs that just really killed my mood and then Nicki like Minaj's verse and help. I didn't. I really didn't. Hang on, Stundo. I kind of like Nicki Minaj's verse. Man, like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It was like, it felt like she was just one second behind everything. And then when you get to the end of her verse, she finally catches on. Because it felt like it took her like a full minute to be like, oh, is that type of song? Oh, my bad. I supposed to turn up on this song. I'm over here talking about like streams and sales and shit. So, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's like, but listen to the entire album. It's a step up from the last one, but yeah. only a few songs really caught my attention. Kind of like you were saying. But I think the wildest part to me was the fact that the last project was like more about hooks. And for this project, he just went crazy with the ad libs. Yeah. You know, like real crazy. I mean, I I give I give him some credit because it worked on a couple songs. Yeah, and it's inventive. You know, music is always about taking like a like one section or one quality of music and pushing it to the extreme to see how well it works. Me personally, I don't want no ad lib all music. Like I love the I love the more melody driven rap, but I don't feel like you can carry an entire project with along. You said it's not. You said this is nineteen songs, right? Even though yeah. it's only, even though it's nineteen songs, it is it is only fifty eight minutes long. It, it feels so much longer because there is nothing else going on. It's very little going on on this album, like at all. Mm-hmm. Very little thought. Not not a whole lot of thinking went into this album. I don't think on except on the production side. The production side, man, he, he was crazy. Playboy Cardi has a great ear for beats. Because nearly That's every fact. single line, one of these beats were great. I thought, man, I wonder who produced this. I'm like that on every single last track. I'm looking and reading the credits for almost every song. I'm like, man, all oh, this is nice. I love to be. I'm gonna be honest though. I really want to know what the producers be. I wonder how the producers be feeling. Like they be like, yeah, man, this is an amazing type beat, and then Playboy Carter just come through with 800 <laughs> ad libs. Like, like it's just super crazy to see how he just come through with 800 ad libs with no verses to like. The majority of the songs on this project, yeah. and you just got to sit in the studio and be like, "Yeah, this worked." Yeah, you just got to you got to hit you know submit press in. But then again, if you're a producer, you shouldn't be sending your beats to Playboy Cardi, in my opinion, because my that's that's my problem with the album. The beats were all great, but the beats were the only thing that got me to the end. If he if Cardi had made the mistake of picking the wrong beat, maybe like three bad beats in a row. Which applaud to Cardi for not doing that. I, I probably would have quit this album. Yeah, because yeah, just because his because he because Cardi does nothing for majority of these songs, and that for me as an art for me for artists you have to do something on a track for me to give you brownie points. I can't let I can't just give you credit if the beat is doing majority of the work for you. I gotta give the producers credit. So I give all the great producers that who helped um, Cardi make that lit because this album was great in terms of production. If this was a a tape, an instrumental tape, with just Cardi, just you know, they just had Cardi sprinkled on top just to like show what the beats can do, but not show us everything the beats can do. I'd be like, yeah. okay, I get this beat tape like an eight, eight out of ten. 
But since this is a Cardi album, which means we're here to review Cardi and his work, I'm not impressed at all. Because to me, I feel like on every song, this is a wasted beat. Nearly every single song. Except, except like I said, some songs like KOD, Home, uh, which is the same song. Uh, really, that was the most standout song to me. It was maybe like two other songs. I thought like, okay, this is Cardi's actually doing something I care about on this track. But other than that, I like the joint with Thug on there. I like the joint with Thug on there. Yeah, I mean, I like Nicki Minaj's part on Poke It Out. I like, I don't really know what Uzi was doing on Shooter. Uh, Travis Scott, I like Skepta's verse on this, on Lean For Real. I, it was good. Oh, you finally showing a little grime. Shout out, shout out to Grime, to the streets, to London. Shout out to all y'all. Except. Gigs, I don't fuck with that nigga still. Wild and Chief, want to them a classic. We ain't gonna talk about that today. But anyway, shout out to Skepta for adopting Playboy's Cardi's style of rapping on Lean For Real, which I know is probably hard for a guy like him from, you know, across the they have You know, they have a very distinct flow and type of rapping, yeah. which is very different from Playboy Cardi's style, you know, the more Americanized rap. And he, you know, he blended well with this. So shout out to Skepta. I like I didn't think none of the features were bad. I just thought either they weren't memorable or they were decent. But none was just like absolutely amazing or crazy good. All right, Core, I'm gonna let you go. I know what? I'm gonna go first. This is what I give Sal. I give it a three. Ah, ah. Oh, okay, okay. We couldn't deep. We couldn't deep. I was gonna go with a four, but I like RP so much. I'm gonna give him a five, Chief. All right, respectable, respectable. I had, like I said, I had to give him the three, simply because Playboy Cardi does nothing on this album. It's all there's a whole lot. It's a whole like I'm like this. Anytime a rapper made me feel like I can go in the booth and do this, that's not good. <laughs> and I'm gonna say this: people love saying anybody can go in the booth and do what Young Thug do, anybody can go in the booth and do what Triple Red do, anybody can go in the booth and do what Tekashi Six Nine do. I really feel like I could have done what Playboy Cardi did on majority of these songs. I feel like. I feel like I feel like almost anybody could. That just me, anybody. If you gave them the script and said, "I just want you to yell these random ass words over this beat," I guarantee you they could have done that. Because, like I said, it's like he made the song better with his words. It was just he was just blurting them. But you got to keep this in mind. He made a melee off that mumble shit. He got his mama crib off that mumble shit. You got to remember that. Facts, B. So shout out, shout out, so shout out to Playboy Cardi. Shout out to Playboy Cardi. For securing the bag and putting his mama on. That's but facts. Not shout out to Playboy Cardi for putting out this basura of an album. Could that lit is trash. Not a problem. Not me. Not me. It's trash. I saw I saw a couple of gems, which I probably won't even listen to that much either. Because I, I, I might keep four or five songs. I might keep four or five songs on my on my phone. I ain't I ain't gonna care. Yeah. I might keep like three or four on there. Yeah, but that's out of nineteen. <laughs> yeah, that ain't good. That ain't good. But that's it for this episode of the Pop and Demand Podcast. Thank you for tuning in for the review. Make sure you interact with us on the Twitter and page and let us know what albums you want to re- review in the future. Tune in again next week for another review of one of your favorite albums.